Glory to God, Jesus Christ is alive. Amen. He's the Lord God Almighty. Humans were born to fellowship with God. The Lord is one, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. He's the most wonderful, beautiful person in the universe. Lord, we welcome You to this time and I bless those listening. I believe with them You'll reveal Your glory to them and reveal supernatural mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. And to Jesus we give all the praise and glory. In Jesus' name, Amen. I want to speak briefly about the parable of the wheat and tares. Just a a few days ago, I, I spoke about the parable of the rich man and Lazarus. Every parable that Jesus presented is eternally important. I believe there's about there's more than 40 parables. I believe it's either 42 or 44, somewhere in that vicinity. And just an administrative thing, apology for some technical difficulties yesterday. Um, but hopefully those are worked out. And so I'll, this week, I want to speak more about the parables. But today... One thing, something that's very, very important that we understand is is that of all the parables, the parable of the sower is the foundational parable. And Jesus revealed that. It's, It's actually in the Gospel of Mark where He reveals that. Now, in Matthew 13... The parable, there's the parable of the sower. Let me just present the order that, that these parables are in in this chapter. So in Matthew 13, there's the parable of the sower. Then there's a section, the purpose of the parables. The disciples asked Jesus, why do you speak in parables? And Jesus gave this very, very, um, really, really eternally important explanation. Then the parable of the sower explained. Then the parable of the wheat and the tares. Then the parable of the mustard seed. The parable of the leaven. Then prophecy and the parables. So that that presents how even in Psalms it was prophesied that Jesus would speak in parables. (laughs) Then the parable of the tares explained. The parable of the hidden treasure, the parable of the pearl of great price, the parable of the dragnet. Now in that parable, there's a brief explanation. And then uh, another section at the end. Now, one thing that's something that's very important is the parable of the wheat and the tares is the one presented after the parable of the sower. Also, um, so another something very eternally important is is that the parable of the wheat and the tares um, is presented and then explained. There's a there's a section verses thirty six through forty three where the parable of the tares is explained. Now, I don't know this for sure, but from what I can tell, 
there's two there are two parables that are presented and then there's a full explanation of them and that's the the first two the parable of the sower and then the, the tares and the wheat so it could be that the parable of the wheat and the tares is also one of the most important parables. I don't know that for sure, but you know, just test that out. Um, you know, if someone is spirit filled and walking with the Holy Spirit with Jesus Christ, they have the spirit of discernment, they can discern, uh, you know, the, the real truth in all of this. But So, so let me just review that. The parable of the wheat and the tares is the one presented right after the foundational parable and there's a full explanation. Okay. Let me just go just an overview of the parable of the wheat and the tares. I don't have time to go into all of it, but I do want to at least read the first, okay, verse, tw verse 24. Um, Jesus said, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. Then verse 25, But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. Now let's go to the explanation. The disciples actually asked him, Explain to us the parable of the tares of the field. Jesus, he answered and said to them, He who sows the good seed is the Son of Man. Again, I don't have time to go into all of this, but it says the field is the world. The enemy, I'm just kind of presenting an, um, some of the explanation, okay? The enemy who sowed them is the, is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age. The reapers are the angels. So there we see the angels doing God's work. Therefore, as the tares are gathered and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of this age. The Son of Man will send out His angels, and they will gather out of His kingdom all things that offend and those who practice lawlessness, and will cast them into the furnace of fire. There will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. So here... Well, let me... Okay, verse 43. Then the righteous will shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their Father. Amen. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Jesus presents here the kingdom of their Father. That Okay, He's speaking about heaven. He's speaking about angels. Angels doing the, the, this just incredible revelation that angels are actually doing this work. But Jesus also presents hell. Let me read it again. He will cast them into the furnace of fire. There will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. So in one of the most important parables, Jesus speaks, presents hell. He doesn't call it hell, but He presents He's speaking about hell, Hades, okay? Let me just briefly present 
the parable of the dragnet, again, this is another, this is in chapter 13, Matthew 13. Let me just uh, present. The kingdom of heaven is like a dragnet that was cast into the sea and gathered some of every kind, which when it was full, they drew to shore and they sat down and gathered the good into vessels but threw the bad away. Here it is, he presents again, so it will be at the end of the, the age. The angels will come forth, separate the wicked from among the just, and cast them into the furnace of fire. There will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. So in this is again a parable. It's a short parable, but there's an explanation. And Jesus speaks about, about hell. Reinhard Bonnke once in a message said that Jesus spoke more about hell than He did about heaven. If He spoke about hell just even one time, it would be eternally, it's, it would be eternally important. Same thing with heaven. If He just spoke about heaven once, He spoke about heaven numerous times. He speaks about angels here um, in both of these parables. So I just wanted to present, you know, in these messages, this is an evangelistic series, and I've spoken about heaven and hell, and someone may wonder, well, why is he speaking about hell? Well, if Jesus spoke about hell, then we should. You know, we should just repeat his words, really. And if he spoke about hell more than he did about heaven, well, maybe we should consider that. I. I just want to let let me finish with this. There's also these wonderful aspects of these of this especially, you know, the righteous will shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. And now also something to consider. Well, the parable of the mustard seed, the parable of the leaven, or leaving, and then the parable of the hidden treasure the, and the parable of the pearl of great price. The order of these is eternally important and just the, the fact that they're all, you know, that's all I want to say about that. But in case someone wonders um, how we know that the parable of the sower is the foundational parable, it's in Mark 4.13. And so Jesus presents the parable of the sower and, and at the beginning of Mark 4 is where it's recorded. And then in, in verse 13, um, I'll just read this. For he's, uh, Jesus said to them, Do you not understand this parable? How then will you understand all the parables? That's incredible. The parable of the sower is the foundational parable and it's how we understand all of them. So I want to try to speak more about that in the coming days. But I want to emphasize Jesus is alive. Amen. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Jesus Christ, the Spirit of the Father. And He's the most wonderful, beautiful, glorious person in the universe. He's God Almighty. And He offers to fellowship. He offers 
eternal everlasting life and that's what humans were created for is eternal everlasting life and humans were born to actually fellowship with him that's the divine destination of every person who knows Jesus is Lord and Savior most will experience that only in heaven very very few will experience that on the earth but he's available He is available. I want to continue to emphasize that He offers fellowship. Um, Amen. So, thanks for listening. Please visit wonderreality.org and blessings.